Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And here we go, a Friday Oh the Pain podcast. Joe Beningo, Friday, December 10th. This is my late mother's birthday, so happy birthday to uh, my mother. God bless and God rest her soul. And, of course, the uh, Joe Beningo Oh the Pain podcast is brought to you by Natural Body, by Hackensack Brewing Company, by Beach Camera, and by Anita tires we'll do my nfl picks and all that coming up i had a great week last week i went five and oh that doesn't happen a lot so uh i'm red hot and hopefully we continue to uh, uh keep that rolling as we uh move in now to uh week 14 of the uh, ever fast moving nfl season we have just five weeks left in the season uh, of course a 17 game season this year i want to start out with this Did you see the game Monday night between the Patriots and the Bills? I I was all over this game. I I, Loving New England in this football game. And again, we saw on Monday night why Bill Belichick is the greatest coach, not only in the history of the NFL, with all due respect to to Vince Lombardi and George Hallis and Tom Landry and Chuck Knoll and, you know, whoever, you know, you want to throw at me, Bill Walsh, it doesn't matter. But again, we saw why Bill Belichick is the greatest coach, not only in the history of the NFL, but in the history of professional sports or sports in general. What a game plan. Bad weather in Buffalo, crazy winds, all of that. You saw that it was affecting the game. And Belichick goes out there and wins an NFL game in 2021 against one of the better defenses in the league by throwing three passes, three passes. Mac Jones threw three passes the whole night. The Pats rushed rushed for about 250 yards. They had a 64-yard touchdown run by Damian Harris in this game. He got hurt later on as well. But they were telling Buffalo, hey, we're going to run the football. We're going to run it down your throat. Buffalo had nine in the box, and they couldn't stop him. And the Pats went on and win the game 14-10. to They now have a game and a half lead in the AFC East. There's no doubt in my mind that they're going to win the AFC East. And I'll continue to say this until it doesn't happen. The Patriots, at minimum, minimum, are going to the AFC Championship game. And really, would anybody be shocked right now if they wound up in the Super Bowl again? I know, excuse me, I know I would not be. What an amazing coaching job by Belichick. In less than in two years, he has completely transformed this franchise back into a legitimate Super Bowl contender without Tom Brady, with a rookie quarterback. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Would anybody bet against the Patriots getting to the Super Bowl again? I wouldn't. Pats Pats have their bye this week. When they come back, they have a Saturday night game against the very formidable Indianapolis Colts, who also are on their bye this week. That's a dangerous team. Remember, Indianapolis now 7-6. and six. We saw them a couple of weeks ago go into Buffalo and absolutely trample the uh, Bills. What they beat them? 41-16 in that game, whatever it was. So, uh, uh, unbelievable. That's going to be an interesting game coming up 
a week from tomorrow. But uh, just amazing what Belichick has been able to do and what he continues to do uh, up in New England. And how crazy would it be if somehow, some way, we had a Tampa Bay Buck New England Patriots Super Bowl? What do you think the ratings would be for that game? Belichick against Brady. That would be crazy if it does come down to that. All right. Let's get to our NFL picks here for um, uh, week 14, whatever week it is. Week 14. We had that game last night where the Steelers got beat by Minnesota 36-28. Did you see how that game ended? With Pryor Muth, the uh, tight end for Pittsburgh, dropping a short touchdown pass. Roethlisberger hit him right in the hands on what turned out to be the final play of the game. Uh, would have been a touchdown. They would have had to get the two-point conversion. But uh, Minnesota wound up holding on in this game, a game that they once led 16 to nothing. So a huge game for the Vikings, who now go to 6-7 and seven on the year to keep their playoff hopes alive in the NFC. And Pittsburgh falls to 500 at 6-6-1. Six, six, and one. It's going to be tough for Pittsburgh with the state of the AFC the way it is right now. And right now, even in their division, Pittsburgh is looking up to both the Baltimore Ravens and the Bengals, uh, in spite of the fact that they beat Baltimore last week when John Harbaugh went for two at the end of the game to try to win the game instead of trying to send it into overtime, give Harbaugh credit for that. But uh, Baltimore remains uh, in first place in the AFC North. All right, let's get to the uh, to the picks for uh, week number 14. I'm going to start with this one. I- I'm taking the Tennessee Titans at home, laying eight and a half against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I love Tennessee in this game. This is a get-right game for the Titans. They're coming off their bye. Remember, they had lost two in a row prior to that. They got beat up in New England by the Patriots. The game was a lot closer than the final score. The score was 36-13. But they they had a lot of long drives in that game. Remember, Tannehill threw a big pick in the end zone. Uh, J.C. Jackson had a big pick in that game. They were in the game, but New England beat them 36-13. And remember, the week before that, they lost to the crummy Houston Texans at home. 22 to 13. So, uh, you know, I, I can't see them not getting right this week against Jacksonville. I just don't see it. This is a game they have to have. Indianapolis is now breathing down their throats. We mentioned the Colts. They're now seven and six. They're right behind uh, the, uh, the uh, Titans in that uh, AFC South, just a game and a half behind them. They got another game left with them uh, this year uh, yet to play. I love Tennessee laying the eight and a half. Jacksonville's not any good. Let's be honest. I know Jacksonville did beat Buffalo, the overrated Buffalo Bills, and we'll get to them before I'm done with the picks here. But I, you got to believe Tennessee is going to get right this week at home, laying the eight and a half against the Jaguars. So that's game one. Give me the Titans to bounce back, coming off their bye, to bounce back after two consecutive losses in a game they really, really need. Give me the Titans, laying eight and a half at home, against the Jaguars. That's game one. Game two, I'm taking the WFT, the Washington football team, the team formerly known as the Redskins. I'm taking them at home, getting four against the Dallas Cowboys. Washington has suddenly got hot behind Tyler Henke. They've now won three consecutive games. They had a solid win last week. They went into Las Vegas and beat the Raiders 17-15. They're 6-6 and right now, and right now would make the playoffs in the NFC at 6 and 6 the NFC wild cards right now would be the Rams, the Niners and Washington. So Washington's right there in the mix and with 5 games to go, they're only 2 games behind the uh, leaders in the NFC East and that's the Cowboys. Dallas is sitting there at 8 and 4. Dallas is a 4-point favorite in Washington 
I'm taking the WFT here. I'm getting four. Uh, this this is probably going to be a field goal game. We all know what kind of fierce rivalry this has been over the years. <clears throat> a, a game really both teams need, but a bigger game for Washington, as I said, sitting there two games right now behind Dallas. So if they entertain any thoughts of winning this division, they got to beat the Cowboys here on uh, on Sunday afternoon. So give me the WFT. Give me the Washington football team to knock off Dallas. I think they're going to win the game outright, but you're also getting four. You know, Dallas a four-point favorite on the road. So even if they lose this game by a field goal, uh, you still cover. So give me Washington getting four at home against the Cowboys. That's game two. Game three, I'm going out to Denver. The Broncos are laying a pretty big number. They're laying 10 at home against the Detroit Lions. I, I love Denver here. This is a big game for Denver. They're sitting there at 6-6 six and six in the AFC West. Still with a shot at making the playoffs. Two games behind the Chiefs in the AFC West. I doubt that they're going to win the division. I don't see that happening. But they're still, you know, hanging in the playoff race in the AFC. They're laying 10. They come off a, a tough loss last Sunday night where they got beat up pretty good by the Chiefs. Remember, they lost 22-9 to last Sunday night to Kansas City. And, and we know the deal with the Lions. I mean, the Lions are coming off their only win of the year, beating the Vikings last week in Detroit. On the last play of the game, Jared Goff throwing that touchdown pass to St. Brown uh, to win the game on the very last play of the game on a fourth down. So Lions getting 10. They got their win. They have their Super Bowl. They're not going to go winless this year. I love Denver. This is one of those games that sets up where Denver's just going to beat them up. And look, I know the Denver offense isn't great. They haven't been great all year. Teddy Bridgewater's been banged up, up and down all season. But this game to me, has Denver winning 26 nothing, you know, 30 to 10, something like that against the Lions. Give me the Broncos in mile high, laying 10 against the Lions. That's game three. Game four, I mentioned Buffalo before, and I think right now the Buffalo Bills are the most overrated team in the NFL. This was going to be the year Buffalo was going to the Super Bowl. Everybody was all jacked up about the Bills. Oh, they you know, they're the best team in the AFC. You know, they're going to win the division. They won the division last year when the Patriots had their kind of transition down year going 7-9 and nine with Cam Newton, at quarterback. I love the Bucs laying three at home here against Buffalo. Buffalo is still reeling off that loss Monday night uh, at home to New England. Right now, they're sitting, what, a game and a half behind the uh, the Patriots in the division. New England's winning the division. Well, let's be honest. And Buffalo still has another game with New England up in Foxborough. They're not going to win that game. Look, I do think Buffalo will make the playoffs because you look at their schedule. They still got to play the Jets again. They got another game. They got a game with the Texans coming up. You know, they got some very winnable games. But this isn't going to be one of them. The Bucks are fighting for home field. They're fighting for that first round bye. They're sitting there at 9-3. and three. They pretty much have the division wrapped up. You know, they got a, a four-game loss column lead over everybody else in the division. Everybody else in the NFC South is sitting there at 5-7. and seven. Tampa's going to win a division, but they're fighting to get that home field advantage. Right now, they're a game behind the Arizona Cardinals, who are sitting there at 10-2. and two. I love Tampa laying three. Buffalo, to me, is overrated. I've said this all along. You take a look at what they've done this year. You know, outside of a win early in the year against the Kansas City Chiefs, when Kansas City you know, was still not really, hadn't really hadn't found themselves yet this year. You know, if they played the Chiefs now, I think you'd have a completely different outcome. But you look at Buffalo. They lost to Pittsburgh at home. They got trampled at home by the Colts. 
They lost at home to New England. They lost to the crummy Jaguars in a game where they could only get two field goals against Jacksonville a couple weeks ago. They lost that game nine to six. You know, they're generally a bully against the bad teams. We saw what they did to the Jets when they destroyed them 41-15 at MetLife a couple weeks ago, whatever the final number was. But Tom Brady has had a has had a history in New England of beating up on the Buffalo Bills. And I'll tell you what, he's going to do it again. I think Buffalo is, like I said, the most overrated team in football. Uh, I think they'll still make the playoffs, as I said, because they got a pretty weak schedule going forward. They'll find their way. They're sitting there right now at 7-5. and five. They'll find their way to 10 wins and get into the playoffs, but they're not going to go too far once they get there. Give me the Bucks, one of my best bets this week, laying three at home against Buffalo. So that's game four. My final pick, and, and I was kind of back and forth on this game because I've been burned a lot this year by the Arizona Cardinals. You know, I still don't buy Arizona. They're 10-2. and two. They got the best record in the NFL. Kyler Murray's having a terrific year. He's had some injury problems. And even when he was out, Colt McCoy played quarterback. And where did they go? Two and one with Colt McCoy. So, look, they've done a terrific job, Arizona, this year. But the Rams are eight and four. They had their get-right game last week against Jacksonville. They beat them 37-7 at home after they had lost three consecutive games. I think the Rams at eight and four are still starting to find themselves. Odell Beckham is getting acclimated into this offense now. Uh, Von Miller's getting acclimated into the defense. They're sitting there two games behind Arizona. Remember, Arizona beat them earlier in the year in L.A. If the Rams are going to win the division, this is a game they got to have. They're getting two points in Arizona. Like I said, little nervous because I've been burned three or four times already this year about the, uh, by the Cardinals, who is a team that I really don't completely buy. Yeah, as good as they are, like I said, best record in the league through 12 games. I still don't completely buy Arizona. So give me the Rams in a game they have to have if they're going to win the division. And even if they win it, doesn't win this game, that doesn't mean they're going to win the division. But give me the Rams in a game that they have to have getting two in Arizona against the Cardinals on Monday night. So the Beningo picks for week 14 as I come off a 5-0 and week. I mean, I'm like, I'm red hot. This doesn't happen too often. But here's my picks again for uh, week 14. Give me the Titans at home against Jacksonville, laying eight and a half. Give me the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. Don't say that name. Getting four in Washington at home against the Cowboys. Give me the Broncos laying 10 in Denver against the Lions. Give me the Bucks in Tampa laying three against Buffalo. And on Monday night, give me the Rams getting two in Arizona against the Cardinals. So that's the Joe Beningo uh, picks for a week 14 in the NFL. Uh, we'll get to the local games. We'll talk about the Jets here a little bit as they play the Saints at MetLife. We'll talk about the Giants as they go out to the West Coast. They're actually on the West Coast right now, or at least in Arizona, training, you know, uh, working out, doing their practicing this week in the good weather as they get ready to play the, uh, the L.A. San Diego Chargers in L.A. on Sunday. So, We'll get to what I think about those two games coming up. But before we do that, the Joe Beningo Order Pain Podcast, I want to uh, get to my uh, my sponsors. We're, of course, sponsored by Natural Body, my buddy Steve Calabrese, the, the uh, Dolphins with a week off this week. And then they get a week off again next week because they play the Jets down in Miami. Miami, of course, on, is red hot right now with five consecutive wins. But check out Natural Body. Check out Steve. 
Enter uh, uh, code JOEB for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. And remember, anybody that makes a purchase at any of the natural body stores in Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, will get a free natural body t-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Check out Steve. Email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. Uh, we thank everybody, Steve and company, over at Natural Body. Also, my buddy uh, Isaac at the Beach Camera. Let me bring them up. Let me bring him up. And Isaac, we thank you for all you've done for us. You can, With the holidays coming up, you can find incredible prices on uh, stunning TVs. Uh, this holiday season, look no further. They're in business for over 30 years. Beach Camera offers all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732 993 6385. We're stopping at 80 Carter Drive, Edison, and let him save you some money this holiday season. And if you use code Joe B for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com, check out Isaac, check out Beach Camera again. Christmas coming up in just a couple weeks. What are we, two weeks away, three weeks, whatever it is, two weeks away from Christmas? Check out uh, Beach Camera. And of course, uh, finally, my buddy's over at Anita Tire. I was there yesterday. My daughter was getting tires. Did a little video. It's pretty funny if you want to check it out. But check out Anita, Anita Tire, Rivervale, New Jersey, Westwood Avenue. Go see my son, Johnny. Johnny's coming over this Sunday to watch. The, he's a Saint fan, so we'll be, we'll be battling it out between each other here. I told Johnny, don't worry. The game's in the bag for you to play in the Jets. He was laughing about that. But the Saints have had their problems as well, as we know. They've lost, what, four in a row, five in a row, whatever it is. But check out Johnny, check out Ari, Anita Tire, Westwood Avenue in Rivervale. Tell them uh, Beningo sent you all your car service needs, tires, the whole deal. All right. Joe Beningo and the uh, O, the pay. Oh, they didn't mention. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't mention uh, my buddies at Hackensack Brewing Company. What am I doing here? How did I, how did I mess that up? Mike, I'm apologizing. My good buddies over at the Hackensack Brewing Company. And you know the deal. We had the podcast there a couple weeks ago. We're going to have another one. Probably the first Saturday. I got to talk to Mike about it. But probably the first Saturday of the playoffs, that wild card Saturday, we'll talk to Mike. We'll have another live uh, uh, podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company, located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in the Hackensack Fairmont neighborhood. You know the deal. There's always 12 beers on tap. Uh, you can enjoy it at the, the beer garden. Uh, you know, they got the big tap room, the whole deal. Check it out. The tap room's open 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. on Sundays. Come in, 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Go see Mike and everybody at the Hackensack Brewing Company, and we thank them for all the great support they've given us. And remember, we'll uh, give you the exact date coming up. Like I said, probably that first weekend, of the uh, uh, the wild card uh, weekend that Saturday to do our uh, next live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. All right. Now, as far as the local teams, we'll start with the Giants. The Giants uh, coming off that uh, really terrible performance last week in Miami, losing 20-9 to the Dolphins. Mike Lennon, the quarterback, still up in the air who's going to play. The Giants in L.A. to play the Chargers, and uh, they're getting a big number right now. The Giants are a uh, – uh, uh, what is it, 10-point underdog, 9.5. I actually have 9.5. Giants are a 9.5-point underdog in L.A. against the Chargers. You never know what you're getting from the Chargers. Remember, the Chargers are coming off that win where they basically blew out the Bengals 
in Cincinnati last week. What was the final score of that one? I believe it was 41-22, the uh, final score in that one. So the Chargers are sitting there at 7-5. and five. They're only a game out in the AFC West behind Kansas City. But they've been a very up-and-down team. You never know what you're getting from the Chargers. With that said, whether it's Mike Glennon, a quarterback, whether it's Daniel Jones, a quarterback, whether it's uh, Jake Fromm, a quarterback for the Giants, whoever it may be, I, I got to take the Chargers here. I do. I know it's a big number, nine and a half, but the Giants just aren't any good. I, I just I just can't see it. I mean, with the kind of football they're playing right now, you know, the defense isn't terrible. They're not playing that bad defensively. Uh, they did have that win a couple weeks ago when the Eagles basically handed them the game. But I got to take the Chargers lane to nine and a half. I, I just I just don't have any confidence at all in the Giants. And I don't care who's playing quarterback. Uh, I think you got to like uh, uh, San Diego, L.A. here, laying the nine and a half out in L.A. against the Giants. So that's my pick in that game. As far as the Jet-Patriot game, uh, the, the, uh, the Jet-Patriot game, uh, we know how those two went. As far as the Jet-Saint game is concerned, the Saints, a five-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jets at MetLife. I mean, look, how can you take the Jets? I mean, their defense is absolutely horrendous. We saw them just, you know, get stomped on again last week by the Eagles. The Eagles scored the first seven times they had the ball. They scored 33. They could have had 60 the way that game was. Their defense is playing horrible right now. There's a possibility Elijah Moore may not play. He hasn't practiced in a couple games. You know, you still got in a couple days. You still got Michael Carter out. You know, Zach Wilson will play. And the offense, you know, has looked better. I mean, I, I, there's no doubt about that. But, you know, you got to be worried when Elijah Moore's out, when Michael Carter's out, uh, Corey Davis is out. He's done for the year. I, I, just, I, I just can't see how you take the Jets here. I, I hope I'm wrong. I want to see him win. I want to win a game. I want to win games, even even though this season is <laughs> clearly at three and nine. Uh, just another one that you can throw into the into the garbage pail. But I think you got to go with with New Orleans. And I understand they've had their problems. You know, they still haven't recovered from the Jameis Winston injury. Taysom Hill probably play quarterback this week. Hopefully, Robert Sala will prepare for both Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon. You know, you never know. Maybe that backup quarterback's going to play, Robert. Message to our great coach over there in uh, Florham Park uh, at the uh, at their training facility. But I think you got to take New Orleans here. It looks like Alvin Kamara is going to play. He's been out for a while. I know Mark Ingram's out. I think he's in the COVID protocol. Same thing for Cam Jordan. But, you know, how could you not take the Saints here? I mean, I just can't take the Jets. You know, five and a half is kind of a little big number. Uh, New Orleans has lost five games in a row, so they are due to get a win. They still are in the in playoff contention in the NFC because they're only a game out of the uh, final wild card spot, as we mentioned. San Francisco and uh, the uh, WFT right now is tied at six and six for that final wild card spot in the NFC. So uh, New Orleans, despite their five game losing streak, still in it as far as making the playoffs. But I think you got to take them. Uh, I really do. Like I said, I could see Alvin Kamara running all over the Jets in this game. Uh, I, I just got no confidence right now in that Jet defense. I think you got to take uh, you got to take the Saints laying the five and a half if you're a betting man. So that's my feel as far as the uh, the local games are concerned this week, and we'll see how it all plays out. Hopefully, I'm wrong about the Jets, but uh, I doubt I will be. Same thing with the Giants. I doubt I will be as well. All right, the Joe Beningo Odepain podcast. A couple things. 
uh, before we uh, sign off here today for a Friday. Number one, can the, can the Mets hire Buck Walter already? I mean, what are they doing? They're interviewing all these different people, you know, the uh, guys, the Dodgers bench coach, you know, different guys. I don't even know all these different people. I know they, I know they, uh, they, they're talking about Brad Osmus, a couple other guys. Please, hire Buck Walter. Steve Cohen, what are you waiting for? Do you really need to interview him? You know Walter's the best guy for the job. You know he's got a chip on his shoulder. You know he wants to come back to New York. You know, you know the kind of job, no matter where he's been, whether he was with the Yankees, whether he was in Arizona, whether he was in Texas, whether he was in Baltimore, he's gotten the job done and turned programs around. The Mets are a win-now team. Give me a win-now manager in Showalter. And Max Scherzer has already thrown his name into the hat that he wants Showalter as the manager of the Mets. So let's stop messing around. I know the lockout's on right now, so you can't do anything as far as free agency. But the Mets can certainly hire their manager, and that's what they should freaking be doing right now. Hire Showalter. What the hell are we waiting for? You know, I understand the analytics. I understand Buck's an old school guy. But when Max Scherzer is telling you that he supports this guy, don't you think maybe you should listen to him? So I don't know what the Mets are waiting for. Stop screwing around. Hire Buck Showalter. Hey, Stevie, let's get it done already. All right, please? One other thing before I cut out. This weekend, uh, tomorrow, Army-Navy at MetLife. They're playing it here in the the metropolitan area because of the fact that this is the 20-year anniversary of of 9-11. So you get a chance. There's nothing like Army-Navy. I've been fortunate enough to go to about four of them in Philadelphia and in Baltimore. Maybe a little bit of a mismatch. Things have kind of changed. You know, Navy had that run when, what was it, eight or nine years in a row where they beat Army. That's kind of flip-flop now. Army's the better team. Army went eight and three this year, is eight and three coming into the game. Navy's three and eight. But you throw the records out when these two teams play. So they always set it up. This is the... Final weekend of college football before the bowl games and all of that. So, uh, I, I look, to me, nothing better. Army-Navy, check it out Saturday. It's going to be right here in the in MetLife Stadium. <laughs> Excuse me. You ask me right now, to me, I like Army to win the game. But, again, you never know. All right. Joe Beningo, the Yoda Payne Podcast. Again, I want to thank all my sponsors for everything uh, that they've done for me. Uh, I'll run them by you again. I want to thank Natural Body. I want to thank Hackensack Brewing Company. I want to thank Beach Camera. I want to thank Anita Tires. Everybody, have a tremendous weekend. Enjoy all the football. And, of course, I'll be back Monday to break down the Jet Sink game. And we'll look at uh, everything that went down in week four in the National Football League. Joe Beningo, the Yoda Payne Podcast for Friday, December 10th. Everybody, enjoy your weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you on Monday.